Amen. How are you Langata boys? Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this morning. Lord, we thank you for the wonderful things that you have done and the wonderful things that you are about to do among us. We glorify you, King of Heaven, declaring that there is none like you, that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, that all things belong to you and nothing that exists does not belong to you. So we thank you this morning for this time and we pray that even as I share the word today, you will be with us and that this word will set a pattern and a starting point of transformation in the lives of your people. Thank you for this morning. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. Everyone say amen. Amen. All right. Let me say first that I am very excited today to see you again. Do you remember what I taught you some time back? Yeah? Oh, mnakumuka waka story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are real stories, by the way. There, there are some of them are real. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, today, today, today I want to talk about something very, uh, very serious about life. Not so serious, but it is important in life. Okay. So, nataka muliskize. Kapa if you are taking notes, you take notes. If you are not taking notes, we have a memory. I know Kunale wana memorize. Alright? Now, life is not easy. And many times, to cure high school, we always think that life is very easy. Alright? For example, from fours, when you are Kopasai, this is your first term, but by December, Munafam Kumafanya exam, KCSE. Alright? In other words, you have lost approximately nine weeks that you will never recover. Okay? And we expect you to pass your exams. We expect you to get A's, not A, but A. Okay? What is your name? What did you get? But Kunawala wa tapata university? You see, this is life. And, and one of the things, and, and I want to teach on how to overcome setbacks. 
Tell your friend how to overcome setbacks. Okay? And please be attentive so that I'm able to do this. All of us in this life will go through setbacks and challenges. Every one of you will go through setbacks and challenges. So everyone say overcoming setbacks. Say it again, overcoming setbacks. Say it louder, overcoming setbacks. In your life, you will face, maybe some of you are seated here, and you're looking all nice, and you're looking all great. But the setbacks that are happening in your life, if you sat with someone and explained to them your story, people wouldn't believe you. Now I'm going to encourage you in a way that you didn't expect. I'm going to tell you the truth that probably someone may get offended when I say it. Okay? But let me encourage you. Let me tell you. Getting a good grade is not a guarantee of success in life. Let me repeat. Getting a good grade is not a guarantee of success in life. Okay? Whether you get an A or A, B or D, it's not a guarantee of success in life. Okay? It is very important to understand that perspective because many people have gotten A's and they have failed in life. Many people that I know. You pass, but you fail in life. Maybe right now as I speak, your grade is your major setback. Your grade is the one thing that you look and say, if only I can do this better. Maybe you are a CU official, or maybe you are a prefect, like I was in high school. And I was a prefect, and I was a Christian Union chairman, and I was the school uh, captain or president, and I was a football captain, and I was the environmental chairman, the environmental club chairman, and I was a debating club chairman, and I was all these positions in high school. But my grade did not reflect my activities. Right? And so this is what we used to do. I think now it has changed. But this is what used to happen. They would take your grade and everyone else's grade and then they would put it on a notice board. And everyone would want to see how much did George get? Why George? Because I was the captain. Because I was the chairman. Because I was the leader. Because I was vocal. Because I was on top in everything else except my grade. And so everyone would go and I was the most famous student in that school at that time. So when, I, when they post it on the notice board and the girls' school would come, they would want to see how did George perform? 
And so I would time them. When they post it, we would remove it that night. <laughs> setbacks. Everyone says setbacks. Everyone else says setbacks. Say to yourself, I am an overcomer. Say it like you mean it. I am an overcomer. Say it again. I am an overcomer. And I declare to you today that you are an overcomer. And I say to you, you shall not fail, but you shall succeed. And I declare to you that you shall rise and not fall. And, and this is important because you shall be the head and not the tail. You shall be the first and not the last. You are created for greatness. You are created for success and not for failing. You are created to rise and not fall. And you better believe those words. Will there be setbacks in life? Yes, you will face setbacks. Will there be challenges in life? Yes, you will face challenges. But no matter the challenge you face, I declare to you, arise and shine for your light has come. You shall rise. There are presidents in this place. There are bank managers in this place. There are pilots in this place. There are members of parliament in this place. And when I look at you, I see greatness, greatness, greatness. I don't know what the devil has been telling you since you were born. I don't care the kind of family you come from. Maybe your father has told you, you will amount to nothing. But I come to you today and I tell you that you will amount to something in your life. Maybe you don't even have a father to tell you that you will become something. Maybe you don't even have a mom to encourage you to become something. But I declare to you today that you shall not die, but you shall live. You shall not be finished, you shall resurrect. You shall rise above every negative word that they have spoken against you. Oh, maybe there is a teacher who has told you that you're useless, but I have come to reverse those words and tell you, you are useful in this life. Why don't you behave 
like a man? Why are you behaving like a child? Oh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? But I've come to tell you today that you are a man and you are man enough. You may have failed yesterday. You may have failed the day before yesterday. But today is the day to succeed. And the truth is, I was never the best. But out of this was God brought out the best. Amen. And out of you will come many nations. Out of you. You shall travel across the world. Not because of your grades, but because you are great. You will go to places that no one in your family has ever gone to. You will make money that no one in your family has ever made. You will be the first in your family in everything that is good. They look at you now and they say, this one will never amount to anything. But I look at you in the future and you look much better than you look right now. Your future is greater than your past. Where you're going is better. Where you're going is better than where you are coming from. I declare upon your lives that you, you may not have chosen where to be born, but you shall choose where to live. And you shall live in greatness. In you know, many times we fail. Let me, let me tell you a story about this guy and his journey in life and how he became the greatest man to have ever lived apart from Jesus Christ. Now, this is a history. So it is a history of Kitambo, 1800s. This guy lost his job in 1832. He was working and he lost his job. He was a politician. So then he ran for member of parliament and he lost the same year. The same year he loses his job, he runs for parliament 
and he fails in 1832. So he decides to try business. And so he starts a business in 1833 and he fails in business. He gets elected into parliament in 1834 and then in 1835 his girlfriend dies. In 1836 he had a nervous breakdown. In 1838, he was defeated to be the speaker of the assembly. In 1843, he was defeated for nomination to become a member of parliament. In 1846, he gets elected to parliament. In 1848, he loses the nomination. In 1849, he is rejected as a land officer. In 1854, he is defeated for Senate. In, 18, uh, for, in 1856, he is defeated for nomination of Vice President. In 1858, again he loses the nomination to become a Senator. But in 1860, he becomes President of the United States. And he becomes the greatest President who ever lived in the United States. And his name is Abraham Lincoln. He's the only president who the Americans today credit and say America is America the way it is because of Abraham Lincoln. He was a 16th president. He's the president who abolished slavery, slave trade, 1860. He had failed and 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 failed until he succeeded. You may fail and fail and fail and fail and fail and fail, but there is still greatness in you. <laughs> Let me tell you some stories because when I look at you guys, I see fire, I see power. I see influence. I see greatness. When I look at you, I see success. I see you thriving in things that you never even dreamed of. One of my favorite authors or novels, I don't know if I'm books, apart from education, I think, I don't know whether you read books. There's a guy called John Grisham. John Grisham. You can read his novels. He's a brilliant guy. Like, I love him. I love his writings. His first book. Now, John Grisham today is worth approximately $300 million. $300 million from selling books, writing books and selling them. And his first book that was called A Time to Kill, his first novel, was rejected by
by publishers 28 times. 28 times they said, you are not good enough. 28 times he took his novel and every door they said, you are not good enough. We can't publish your book. You have failed. You're not good enough. 28 times. Today, John Grisham is one of the greatest authors in our lifetime today. Albert Einstein, the inventor, you know Albert Einstein? Brilliant guy. He is the smartest scientist. They said he was the smartest uh, scientist in modern age because of the things he invented. Albert Einstein. He was branded mentally slow in school. He was say, it was said, one of the teachers told him, you are mentally slow. You cannot become anything in life. And this statement was put on his school report because he was failing. And they wrote him, they wrote there and they say, this boy is mentally slow. And it was a permanent school record and they wrote it. This mentally slow boy became the greatest inventor the world has ever produced. They may call you mentally slow, but you may become the greatest inventor this nation has ever produced. They may call you slow learners, and then you become the greatest president this nation has ever known. They may say, you are not going anywhere with your grade of D. And then you create the biggest business empire in East Africa. You must overcome your setbacks in this life. You must. Henry Ford, the founder of what is known as Ford Motor Company. You know, Manajio Gari, Ford, huge truck. Kipika, Kikubwa, very beautiful in Kenya. But his company was the first in America. When he started to make cars, the first two companies he started failed. And people say he's a failure. In fact, some of them said he is uneducated. And because he is uneducated, he cannot become anything. And Henry Ford went on to become the greatest 
creator of motor vehicles that the world has ever known. And to this day, he is the father of cars and vehicles. I don't know how many times. I don't know how many times you failed. Maybe you are here and since Form 1, maybe you are in Form 4. And since Form 1, you have never gotten an A or a B or even a C. And the pressure is on now because you are expected to pass your exams in the coming months. And given your record of exams, there is no possibility of you getting an A. And because of that, you are seated in this room and you are saying to yourself, I am useless. You are saying to yourself, I am unable. And you're saying to yourself, I will amount to nothing. Maybe that's why I came today. One day, you will speak, and men greater than yourself will listen to you. One day. You are seated here today. You are nowhere in leadership. You are not a CEO leader. You are not a prefect. You can't even be identified as a leader. And they are looking at you and they are saying, this one cannot lead anything. This one can't even say nothing. I came here for you today to tell you, that one day you will walk into rooms and men will stand when you walk in. You will be given honor beyond measure. Honor beyond measure. Men and women will honor you and respect you. They will clap for you when you speak. They will walk with you. They will, be, they will want to be with you because of the influence that God has given you already. And you have to start believing that you are great for you to start seeing greatness coming out of you. Now, let me give you a concept of what I'm saying, a concept, all right? Every tree comes from a seed. Every tree. Every tree comes from a seed. Okay? In other words, in every seed, there is a tree. And in every tree, there are seeds. And in all the seeds, there are trees. Therefore, a whole forest is locked up in one seed. Every greatness is in you. God has placed the seed of greatness in you. It is not somewhere out there. It is inside of you. And for you to become great, you have to look within you. 
And the Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. My setbacks, I was in pain in my life until I came across what I am teaching you today. I was in, I had gotten myself to a point where I hated myself, I hated my life, I have been rejected by churches, I have been rejected by people when I was younger, I have gone through hell. But I look back and I say, you know what, all these setbacks, all these challenges are lessons that I can learn from and I can teach others to overcome. Oprah Winfrey, the richest man, uh, sorry, the richest woman, black woman, sometime back, the richest woman in the world. Oprah Winfrey began a television show. You know, she's very successful. But in her early life, she was fired from an early job as a television news anchor. Fired from the very thing that made her great. Fired from television. Started her own television show. First black woman to do that. Became so popular and so great in this life that today she's one of the richest people in this world. They may fire you, they may disregard you, they may despise you because you don't come from the, from the right family, because you don't come from a good family, so they disregard you, because you are not rich, they despise you, because you don't have the latest shoes, they despise you, because you don't have the latest phone, they despise you, because you can't speak proper English, they despise you. But one day, them that despised you will come and praise you. And they will say, this one is great. <laughs> Last things, as I conclude. Have no regrets. Tell your friend, have no regrets. Life is too short to live with regrets. Have no regrets. Do your best to become the best. And if you don't become the best, have no regrets. Do your best in this school to pass your exams, and if you don't pass, have no regrets. Keep walking, keep living, are we together? Keep succeeding, keep rising, have no regret. Number two, accept reality, accept reality, okay? Accept that you don't come from a rich family. Accept 
that your relationship with your father or your mother is not good. Accept that you may never get an A. Accept reality. But work towards greatness. Work towards success. Yes, you may not have come from a good family or a rich family. But make sure that your children come from a good family, a rich family. Make sure you become rich. You may not have come from a family that is influential. Make sure that you are influential. You may not have come from a family that was united. Make sure that you create a united family. Accept reality. Number three, strategize. Strategize. Plan your life. Organize your life. Put your house in order. Put yourself in order to be launched for greatness. Strategize. Plan for things. Plan on how you will increase your grade from D minus to D stand. From D stand to D plus. From D plus to C minus. Plan. Strategize. Number four, be focused. Focus. You see, the greatest thing that has worked for me in my life is focus. Now, I began preaching when I was around 10, I think 11 or 12 years. And I became a pastor when I was 19. Immediately after high school, I became a pastor. All right? And so the things I'm teaching you are things I have lived by, are principles of living. You see, today, I am not just preaching. I am telling you things, and I'm encouraging you, and I'm telling you how life is like. And I'm telling you, you don't have to settle for less when you can get the better. Okay? Now, my life has had its challenges. I have failed in many things. I have failed in businesses. I have failed in ministry. I have failed in exams, I have failed in school, I have failed in many things, okay? But if there is one thing that has kept me going, it's focus. I have focused on my ministry from the time I was 12. Focus. I have had every reason to quit. I have had every reason to walk away. I have had every reason to kill myself, to commit suicide. But I have remained focused. Now, how have I remained focused? Through Jesus Christ. And let me tell you. You see, sometimes you come up, maybe in these schools, pastors, and we teach you things that you are not understanding about Jesus. And we tell you, oh, Jesus is this. Jesus will carry you through. And we tell you, oh, the Holy Spirit is with you. And you see, sometimes we say those things, but you don't even know who the Holy Spirit is. You don't even know how Jesus works, okay? And so, sometimes we shoot too high that many of you don't understand what we are saying. And that's why, for example, when a pastor stands here, there is that feeling of sleeping, okay? Why? Because the things that we pastors tell you do not connect to your life. 
Tuko pamoja. How does me preaching a powerful uh, let me not say and I come and I say Jesus loves you. Jesus uh, Jesus out. Oh, how does that help you in succeeding in life? How does that interpret to your grades? Tuko pamoja. And that's where sometimes I tell my fellow pastors, let's be practical. Let's be practical. And speak practical things. Be focused in your life. If you're born again, you have more advantage because you have a relationship with Jesus. And therefore, Jesus can help you remain focused. So you may ask, how can he help me remain focused? He can help you remain focused because when you think of heaven, whenever you think of heaven, and one day, maybe when I come back, I'll teach on heaven. I'll tell you about heaven, all right? And it is a beautiful place. And when you think of heaven, you remain focused with your call. When I think of heaven, I want to preach more. I want to speak more. I want to change lives more. Be focused. Okay? And lastly, the last point is approach every day like a school. Approach every day. Whenever you wake up in the morning, you are in school. Now, you guys are literally in school, but every day comes with lessons to learn. You are made for greatness. You are created for greatness. And you will succeed. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you. And we thank you today for the wonderful word. We thank you for the wonderful teaching. We thank you for the wonderful people that are here among us. I pray for every student and I pray for every young man who is here. And I ask you, Jesus, to bless them with your blessings. And I pray that your grace will be sufficient upon their lives. No weapon fashioned against them will prosper. And every time that rises against them is condemned. Now, if you're there and you're not born again, and you are saying, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ, lift up your hand and I'm going to pray with you. You're there and you're saying, I want to receive Jesus. I want to be born again. Lift it high so that I can see it. Lift your hand high. And I want to pray with you. You are a success. You will succeed in salvation. You will succeed with Jesus. Many times we don't give our lives to Jesus because we are afraid that we may fall. But I stand here as a testimony that you will stand and not fail in the name of Jesus Christ. So I can't see, I can't see the hands. Why, okay, why don't you stand? Those who want to get born again so that I can see you. Because I'm seeing just different hands. Stand. If you want to be born again, right now. Not tomorrow, right now. Stand. You will succeed. You will not fail. You are the first and not the last. You are more than a conqueror because Jesus Christ has made you a conqueror. If you accept Jesus today, I guarantee you, you will thrive. You will succeed in the name of Jesus Christ. So don't be afraid of failing. You will succeed. You will succeed. You will succeed. You will succeed. 
I believe it, and you better believe it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Is there anyone else? Yeah, please stand so that we pray. And I don't take, I don't want to take more time. All right. Keep standing. If you are standing, stand now. If you are standing, stand now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Giving you one more minute to stand for those who still want to stand. <laughs> Say this prayer. Let us pray. If you're standing, repeat this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, say it loud, dear Lord Jesus, I come before you, I come before you, I invite you into my heart, I make you my Lord and Savior, I repent of my sins, and I turn from them, and I look to you, that I may make heaven my home. I believe in you, Jesus, that you are the Son of God, that you died for me and resurrected for me and forgave me my sins. Come into my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, bless your people today. Surround them, Lord. Keep them. I pray that the fire of your Holy Spirit will be upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray and we believe. Amen. So for those of you who have given your life to Christ, please, let me get your names. Let's appreciate them. What do we do? What do we do? I, I want their names. All right. So please, if you have stood, get me your name. And I want to give you a, a small book can be reading. Amen. Thank you. God bless you.